0: Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. This episode will be a guiding principle study and commentary. The aim is to provide insight to and in context of the material within our book, Guiding Principles. This is not a meeting of Narcotics Anonymous. However, there will be some similarities in how the study will be conducted. Each study will have the audio recorded and then published to the Anonymous Podcast. The overall goal is to provide commentary of the text towards reaching those seeking a resource like this. If one person benefits from our efforts, including us, then the participation will be well worth the effort. We'll have the introductions and then we'll jump into the text. Enjoy.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the guiding principle study on the anonymous podcast. Uh, Tonight, we're going to be talking about Tradition 12 in service. That'll be on page 231 in your guiding principles if you want to follow along with us. Uh, Before we get started tonight, we're going to do some introductions. Des, you want to introduce yourself?
0: Sure. Hi, everybody. I'm an addict named Des. Uh, My clean date is July 24th, 1995. I am uh, from the Wisconsin region, and my home group is We Choose to Live, a fully virtual meeting out of the inland lakes unity area of wisconsin um and i attend meetings in wisconsin and reach uh virtually around the world and i think we're on episode 107 tonight guys 207 207 sir thanks hey duran
2: Hey, family. My name is Daron, and I'm an addict. My clean date is March 13, 2020. My home group is the Clean and Free Group of Narcotics Anonymous. We meet in Ashtabula, Ohio at Trinity Presbyterian Church at 7 p.m. If you're ever in Ashtabula, Ohio and want a meeting on a Wednesday night, come see us. We would love to have you. Um, and I also attend meetings in the Buckeye region. With that, I pass.
1: Thanks, Daron. It's great to see you. What you got going on, Phil?
3: My name's uh, Phil I am. My uh, clean date is four nineteen ninety five. My home group is Men in Recovery in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I attend meetings in the Pittsburgh area of Pennsylvania.
1: Thanks, Phil. And yes, definitely episode 107. Um, hmm? I promise, i Just look. Anyway, uh, we're gonna be getting started on in-service tonight, like I said. So if you got your books, page 231 um oh my name is will i'm an addict i'm sorry my clean date is february 27 2013 my home group is the sunday serenity group in ashtubule ohio and i attend meetings in the buckeye region in ohio um and tonight we're donna hi everybody this is donna p i hear
4: eugene oregon (laughs) My clean date is 11-22-85. I said you're waving at wheels What we're cracking up at. Uh, 11 22 85. my home group is Solutions for Living, 6 p.m. Sunday night out here in Eugene, Oregon. Come join us sometime.
1: Yeah, Thanks, Donna. I think it threw me off because I've already heard you talk tonight. Sorry about that. All right. So uh, Tradition 12 reads that anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles for personalities. Uh, page 231 in service, uh, being of service takes us out of ourselves and focuses us on the greater good service can be a tremendous relief. We get a reprieve from the self-centeredness at the core of our disease. It is a gift to be able to set aside the burden of self-obsession and focus on principles. We have many reasons for getting involved in service. And sometimes those reasons are far less far from selfless. Most of us who have stuck around for years or decades have at some time or another found ourselves driven by mixed motives. To boost our egos, or get recognition, or just to get our way. When we experience success or achieve big accomplishments in service, we may struggle to find comfort with selflessness once more. Even when we know better, we may not want our name over the door of the meeting hall, but we want the respect and credit that seem to be our due. No matter how justified we may feel, self-centered service can be destructive. If our work is not grounded in spiritual principles, at some level it may not be service. When we serve NA from a genuine desire to give back and to carry the message, our spirit and our fellowship both benefit. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to grab my highlighter. So that's all. We just talked about this earlier. It's funny how these things always run together. Um, When we serve NA with a genuine desire to give back and carry the message, our spirit and our fellowship both benefit, kind of jumped out to me. Um, Because as it's talked up in here, sometimes we get involved with service for the wrong reasons, and... I don't think I'm alone in saying at certain times that's been true. Um, but it really points out there when we serve from a genuine desire to give back. Um, I think that is when I, it, it makes it easier to do selfless service when it's something you just want to do to be a part of or to do something. Um, I, have had a couple service positions and right, wrong or indifferent. Um, it wasn't necessarily because of the desire that I wanted to do it, that I took it, but there was a need. Um, and then, uh, You know, maybe I do take a little bit of ownership, like kind of like you asked me to help for this one instead of, you know, I reached out to help for this one has has gotten me into some problems there. Um, I I know uh, specifically I had a home group for seven years that like when I I started to to be a home group member at that group, it was a group of us deciding to be home group members of that group to try to help. It was the oldest meeting in our area and we didn't want to see it die and it was doing really bad um, uh, with attendance and support. And so it, it, uh, I took a lot of pride in in the work that I did there. Um, again, right, wrong or indifferent. I don't think it was all bad because I was, I was doing it for the right reasons, but, um, (laughs) I wasn't able to go to that home group for two years and I just called somebody last week, might be on this podcast tonight, but who is now the secretary of that meeting. And I was like, man, it was so hard to watch you just do things different than I did them when I haven't been back in two years. And it was all good. It was great stuff. But I was like, oh, he just he didn't do that just the way I did it. Or, you know, this wasn't just done the way I did it. Um, and you know, it lo and behold, it worked. Everything was fine. The meeting went smoothly, it was it was well attended. Uh, everything was great. But uh, you know, I um it, it's hard to to not give a yourself for that long of a period of time and not not have some kind of connection to what it is. Um, I think the trick is to to realize that you're not bigger than the group is it sits. That's all I have for right now. Uh, what you got, Daron?
2: Hey, family, Daron Addict. Yeah. Um, that service can be a tremendous relief. We get a reprieve from the self-centeredness at the core of our disease. It is a gift to be able to set aside the burden of self-obsession and focus on principles. And um, that hit me because. It's like when I walk into the rooms, man, and like I give that person a hug, man. Like I get out of myself and I be able to be of service. Um, and I take pride in being the secretary of a meeting and being the first person to greet people when they walk through the door. That is like that is me um, practicing the principles of um, of um, com- compassion, are are being welcoming and 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 being um, kind of an example of what Narcotics Anonymous can be you know that that we are loving and then that's what i like to practice the most is that to show people that we are inviting show people the unity and the love of Narcotics Anonymous when they walk through their door. That is probably, like, the thing... um, It was talking about, like, big accomplishments, and I feel like that's, like, my biggest accomplishment is because people always say when they see me, like, man, you're always so welcoming, man, when we walk through their doors. of Narcotics Anonymous, like, no matter what, you hug everybody, and um, I think that's, like, something that I, like, take a lot of pride in, man, and I mean, (laughs) and I know we aren't supposed to be prideful in here, you know, have pride, but, like, I'm very proud that like I can be an inviting person today and like even when I'm in an angry mood or upset like I can still reach out and give that person a hug when they walk through the doors um and when we serve in a from a genuine desire to give back and to carry the message our spirit and our fellowship both benefit um I really like that because that's what it's all about to me is um carrying the message and and being the best and and doing the best that I can with what what I have, man, and and following the things that that I was taught. With that, I passed.
1: Awesome, thanks, Ron. Phil, did
3: you have your hand up? Yeah, uh, real quick. Uh, that was that was really some good stuff, and uh, I I'll, I'll be real quick. Uh, uh, and I can like jitto off uh, on top of all that all that too. Uh, but uh, for me, um, a couple things I uh, did uh, did grab me with that uh, selflessness. And our are, are different reasons for um, serving, and I can say um, early on, um, I I did have different reasons for serving. As time has gone gone by, and and uh, uh, it's just a different uh, day and age uh, in my recovery. Uh, I know all service uh, uh, needs to be selfless, and no rhyme and reason, and no egos, and things like that. But, um, early on, I was just excited about so many things and participating and people want me to do things and, and getting responsibilities and and things like, like that. And, uh, and, and probably things were probably puffed up somewhat because of just, just doing things and being involved and, and, uh, you know, um, you know, thinking I'm the big cheese at some stuff, you know, you know, and, um, but, uh. Uh, thank God for sponsorship and the members and literature and things like that uh, for people to uh, point point me in the uh, situation. And it's it's a whole different day uh, day and age for me and and, and time of, of serving things because uh, uh, I'm just just so aware of now I don't even tell anybody what kind of position I'm doing. You know, one time I did, and now it's just I don't want nobody to know what I'm doing, you know. I mean, you know, people that that, that serve with me, they know what I'm doing. But for me to go around, you know, uh, uh I'm, I'm this and that and this and that and I, you know, you know, in our fellowship, I don't I don't I don't say a word anymore. And um, I don't know. And that that's just different. You know, it's like, not that I don't want anybody to know. I just don't talk about what I do in our fellowship anymore. And that's all I got.
1: Thank you so much, Phil. I don't see any other hands up. So we have Donna up next.
4: Hey, everyone. Uh, We are the ones who make NA happen. Our service centers may employ special workers, but there are no professional recovering addicts. A member shared, I ask, get asked to take leadership positions a lot because I have more clean time than most people in the room. I have to think carefully about that whether it's wise, whether I should step aside and let someone else have a chance or whether my experience is really needed. I can only get to the right answer if I keep my ego in check. We must take care not to treat any one member as if they were more or less important than another. This can be even more of a challenge than the struggles we have with those of whom we are naturally suspicious. When we allow our more charismatic members to get away with something, we harm them as much as ourselves. When we set ourselves up for conflict and disunity, acting in ways that lack integrity can become habitual. When we get away with it for a while, we start to forget that what we're doing is wrong. When it starts to feel normal for some members to have prestige or for the rules to apply only sometimes, we are not respecting the spirit of anonymity. The idea that we place principles before personalities means that NA service must never be a popularity contest. Um, So if you're new in recovery, um, that's probably going to be hard to believe that um, people don't get elected positions or asked to serve because they're well liked. Um, And uh, and sometimes they are, because sometimes they are, right? Um, And uh, sometimes we are. And, uh, and, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about on this podcast about doing, having the right person do things for the right reason, you know, and training the right person to do the position, you know, so that they can be effective and, uh, and being sure to make sure that everybody is treated as the same with the same amount of respect, um, and given the same chances as everybody else. I I have a big personality. I've been clean a long time. I've known most of the people in my home group, as long as any of them have been, have been clean, you know, and I have to be careful that I don't try to make my opinion more important than everybody else's. And because when I speak up, people listen, right. And, and there's just a responsibility that comes with that, right. Because I'm mouthy and because I'm joking around all the time and stuff and like, So a kid said something the other day in a meeting and I started laughing and uh, and somebody smacked me on the leg and I realized that that this guy thought I was laughing at him, but he was talking about how the people in the room had it together. Like he could tell from coming to this meeting that all these people had it together. Oh my God, I just started cracking up. And I apologized to him right away. I'm like, oh my God, I was not laughing at you. Um, One of the things too... That I think is really important is I've been thinking about this a little bit about why we react so strongly when things are not the way that we are used to them, or um, or that uh, something has changed, and it's because because that is that sameness is familiar and it's safe, and when it changes, that feels threatening. And it's not that it's not that I can't handle change. I guess partly I just want to be part of the conversation, but that I just, you know, like we read the traditions in a certain way. We practice this. We do this meeting in a certain way. We do that. And when I come here to this meeting week after week, it might get boring, but it's familiar and it's safe. Right. And when that gets changed up, it's just threatening and it doesn't have to be. Right, and and if you've been around a little while and you have some experience with that, we can say that, right? Um, but there's comfort in familiarity, there's safety in familiarity, and um, and so you know, I think it's just a challenge for me and everybody else, you know. But that's what the reaction is, you know. It's like somebody relapsing that you've known a long time, and you get mad at them, right? You get mad, but what's really going on is the fear. It's like if you could, if that could happen to you, that could happen to me. Right. Um, One of the things too, um, I was on a, uh, I was talking earlier and I started looking back through um, our first tradition in this book. And uh, one of the things it says about unity is that when we, and it talked a little bit about this in the last paragraph, when we're striving for unity, that may be our first experience with getting ourselves out of self-obsession right? The first time we have removed ourselves from being the center and made like something else more important than what I want or what I need or what I'm afraid of, you know? So that's another reason it's so important to keep striving for this unity because not only helps me, it helps that newcomer walking in the door to see us doing that, right? Um, I have, there's, you know, I've been around long enough that there's people I don't like, and there's people that I let get away with things because they're attractive or they're funny or they're charismatic, right? And, and you know, it's just important for us all to remember about anonymity and that we're all the same when we walk in the doors of Narcotics Anonymous. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Donna. Excellent point ending on that. This this has been such a fun tradition for me. So I'm going to talk a little bit because um, I'm learning a lot and I, I, I like to bounce things off you guys. So one thing I did while we were, Went over that last one because a couple of us brought up pride or being proud of the things. Me and Daron both did. I know that, but three types of pride. Google say dignity, superiority, and arrogance. And that's why life is hard. Like all those three things don't go together. We got one word that describes them all. So I, I absolutely understand um, not having false pride or ego involved in something but at the same time saying I do this because uh, it's important to me and I, I feel like I put my all into it is okay to say that like I tried my best and it worked out um, I love in here where we're talking about with some of our charismatic members may get away with something um, when it talks about it but not being a popularity contest um, and I think that's why it's always important to have the conversation each and every situation because group conscience can change group conscience to me isn't like a blanket, okay, this person's good at this and they do that forever and that's the way it's going to be done. Um, Somebody else might come with a different skill set that it's going to change it up a little bit and still get the job done and that's okay. Um, You know, and I, I I, can think of somewhere like when I had like two years clean, I remember like my sponsorship family going like, we're going to this facility, uh, they're, we're voting so-and-so in tonight. And I'm like, well, what if I don't think he's the right person? And like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if the other guy sounds better, I'm voting for the other guy. I don't know what to tell you. You know, like the reality, like we're not settling up and going out here and pushing ourselves into something that that, that goes against everything you've taught me I'm supposed to be doing here, you know? Um, But it's easy, man. It's easy to, uh, man, or easy or hard, sorry, hard to, for me to kind of confront somebody I respect, um, especially somebody with long-term clean time. Um. Like it it yeah, it, it's uncomfortable as shit. Like it sucks. Um I was on the, the Acna committee man, like everybody on that committee had like twenty and thirty years, a lot of them, and like a couple of them just weren't showing up and like I remember having like a meeting before the meeting, like how are we gonna tell this person they need to get their ass to this meeting on time? Normally then somebody was finally like, I'll tell them, I don't give a shit, you know? And I'm like, Good, you do it because I'm 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 not doing that. You know, but like it and you know what? It went just like it should have. Hey, we need you to be here. We rely on you to be here just like everybody else. You're absolutely right. I'm sorry. I'll make sure I'm on time next time. like, dodged a bullet there. Didn't breathe us. No fire. Didn't kill us. Nothing. We're allowed to participate still. So, you know, it's, it's, um, I've seen it go both ways, man. I've seen where, um, maybe somebody got a job they shouldn't because they're, they're popular, but I've also seen it where. Uh, just cause someone's new and they have some willingness and they want to try some doesn't mean they're the best fit for the job. Um, and trying to tell them like in a loving manner that, Hey, listen, you know, m- maybe it's not time for you to do this yet, but we have co-chairs for things like that. You know, we have our vices and things like that where, Hey, but we can't set you up here, be a part of the committee, learn it for a while. Um, you know, not everybody has to be in the driver's seat all the time. It's, it's, uh, something we have to, you know, prudence. That's a word I learned here on this, this little podcast. Good decision making. Um, that's all I have for right now. Deron, what you got?
2: It's funny that we even um are talking about this because uh oh man, it was just a situation at um a meeting out here that I used to be secretary of and um the the, the secretary wanted the talk about some time change and like I really had to come to terms because I was holding on to a lot of stuff, man. It says right here, I can only get to the right answer if I keep my ego in check. And um I had to like really do some soul searching. Like what I had a conversation with another addict that's on this podcast right now about like, what was really like, what was really going on? Like what, what was behind my, my, me standing my ground like that. Like, why was I so against this change? And, and I started to be able to talk about like the many reasons why I felt, but they were all just me holding on to the past and being reluctant to change. I was in living in fear of change. Um, so we wind up having a business meeting and for the first time in a business meeting, I abstained, you know, I, I, I just, I, I didn't voice my concerns or, or anything. I just, I just sat back and, and let the HP do its work. You know, I, I have faith in and and faith in the process and faith in that whether it changed or not. Like I had to be, I I was ready for the change because I had come to terms of why I want why I was against it and they were all just excuses and holding on to the past. I needed to allow the group to grow. It isn't my group. It isn't you know my it isn't Deron's thing. I was in service in that group for a long time. But it's not my group. So, you know, once I let my ego get out of the way, I was able to let the HP do his job. And it actually got voted and it stayed the same. And I was I was kind of taken aback because I was like, wow, I really thought that this change was gonna happen. I really thought that like, you know, that's where God was taking it and and that's not what happened. But see, and that's why this part, man, I can only get to the right answers if I keep my ego in check. This is some I have this star highlighted because this is really important to me like i need to understand that i can't control things i need to just have faith and do my job and realize that whatever happens especially when it comes to narcotics anonymous that the hp is working um as long as i show up and do what i'm supposed to do and carry the message of narcotics anonymous to the best of my ability like that's all i can do um and with that i passed awesome stuff
1: thanks to so you got your hand up phil
3: Wow, uh, I'm gonna ditto on top of all that. Uh, some good stuff from uh, 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 everybody, and uh, I'm just like uh, everybody else. Uh, you know, uh, uh, keeping that uh, ego uh, in check and 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 re- and really remember um, bottom line what what we are here for. But uh, today was Tuesday, and it's my my must meeting on Tuesday, and there's a must here, and uh, I need to I must need to talk about it. Okay but it's just how it uh, ended. And, 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 uh, it, um, uh, like uh, Donna said before, this is hard to believe. The idea that we place principles before personalities means that in a service must never be a popularity contest, which is hard to believe. I know, um, um, and I don't be talking about anybody, but, um, um, that that's hard to believe you know uh and then especially with conventions and all that committees and getting people to serve and and um this and that um um it that's hard to believe you know and then i maybe i just need to stay in my lane and and leave uh a lot of this alone but uh um it's just a whole lot of reminders to uh in there what what can happen when when egos are in there and and we're, we're not serving like we're supposed to be serving and with um prestige and things like like that um you know check i guess check it all at the door and then it talks about us not respecting uh the spirit of um anonymity and um you know um anonymity is just um uh, just one of those well the, the main thing in um I'll just say through the through our whole fellowship, but it's the spiritual foundation of, of the traditions, but it's it's still it's still the equalizer for for all of us and everybody having that sense of uh belonging and and recovering together. That's all I have. Thank you so much, Phil. Hey,
0: what
1: you got, Des? Uh yeah,
0: hi everybody. I just wanted to jump in and say, Phil, there was two musts in there in the beginning of that paragraph too. I was like waiting for you to find it. We must take care not to treat any other member of NA as if they were more or less important than another. And and I I wasn't going to speak yet, but I thought, but since since I wanted to fill show Phil another must, I know, right? I was like, there's two. But uh, this weekend I was in a in a meeting in a service meeting, and somebody kept using the term we need to get them to buy in to the new way or something. And I was like, I'm so uncomfortable with that term. We don't buy in here. That's not what we do in narcotics anonymous. We cooperatively work together to find a solution for the disease of addiction together. We're not trying to convince one person or the other. And, um, and I made the person mad who brought the buy-in thing. And then this thing happened like, like, that whole popularity thing. And I experienced this and I, I, I just let it go. And I was like, okay. But then the person who was their friend started to use the word buy in. And I was like, really, you guys, come on, we got to stop. And, and I know that there's a loving, caring, higher power guiding everything. But um, sometimes narcotics anonymous just really makes me have a lot of belly laughs when I think about how, how hard we work together and how hard we work apart and then eventually we all come back together anyways because that's the way it all goes but um I did read that and I thought of my first-hand experience so I just wanted to talk about it out loud thanks for letting me share
1: awesome stuff thank you Des you don't see any more hands up so we got Duran I found the next couple paragraphs for us there on 232
2: uh, thank you all right our relationship and service reflects the relationship in our lives. We can come to these relationships in a spirit of harmony and love, or from a place of suspicion and fear. Trust in each other doesn't mean that we reject accountability. We put routines in place to protect ourselves and our trusted servants from the types of mistakes we as addicts are liable to make. Active trust involves helping each other bring our best to the process. When we serve together in a spirit of love, we remember why we are, are all here. Differences of opinion that threaten to tear us apart begin to shrink to proper proportion when we focus on our primary purpose. Our task in step 12 is to help each other in a spirit of anonymity. Regardless of our personal differences, we help save each other's lives. This can be particularly challenging when we have personal history that has given us good reason to dislike or distrust each other. The trust this tradition asks us to practice is not blind, especially after we have been here for been here a while. We know what kinds of defects addicts tend to act out on. And we know the people we serve with. Placing principles before personalities is easier done said than done. And service we persist in tolerance, forgiveness, and hope. We find the courage to address sensitive matters, which may bring an emotional reaction from other members and the wise to exercise compassion when doing so. We allow each other to recover in dignity and to serve with selfless selflessness because we know a power greater than ourselves is present in the process. This exercise in anonymity will continue to challenge us throughout our recovery. So I really like this part about how it just starts off. Our relationships and service reflects the relationships in our lives. I really feel that you know it says we can come to these relationships in a spirit of harmony and and love, or from a place of suspicion and fear, and um. I've noticed that, like, when I'm not living in the spirit, man, I come at a lot of things in my personal life with suspicion and fear. Like, I'm like, it, it's crazy how like, it, and with some time in recovery, like, I can notice that even in the rooms, like, I, you know, no matter where I'm at, it's just certain people that just rub me the wrong way, and and I, and sometimes I I try to shake it, but then I just be like, f it, like. It's, it's just how I feel about this person. But then, again, it goes back to that to that last statement. I can only get to that right answer if I keep my ego in check. It's crazy how, like, I, I see when I start looking at the real problem, it's because I feel some kind of inadequate way about me. It has nothing to do with that other person. It's because I'm either reluctant to change or i just don't want to hear what this person has to say or i think i'm on my i'm on my high horse my soapbox like i think i'm better and, and and that tends to happen sometimes man and and this this whole dialogue this whole um these whole two paragraphs right here just boils down to like me needing to keep my ego in check and realizing that like it boils down to like me feeling inadequate about myself. And I bring my trash into the room and I try to act like, you know, my trash is better than your trash. (laughs) And I try to push my way and bogart my way into things. Um, But see, when I start getting into the spirit, when I start getting my ego out of the way, I can come at a place of, of love and harmony. Even if I don't particularly agree with you, I can still allow you to be right, wrong, or indifferent. And it's okay because then we're going to grow either, either way, we're going to learn a valuable lesson together. <laughs> and, and I mean, and that's opportunities that narcotics anonymous a- awards us, you know, in, in every area of our lives. Um, and that's something that I really appreciate about this process is, is being able to grow not only in in the fellowship, but being able to grow outside of the fellowship. I've said it many times. Um, I've instilled a lot of things in my profession that come from Narcotics Anonymous because of things that I learned in Narcotics Anonymous. I didn't know how to be an organizer the way I am until I became um, of service in Narcotics Anonymous. I didn't know how to do, get a routine. I didn't know how to be structured. You know, I may have learned some of those things when I was younger, but I didn't really pay attention. But Narcotics Anonymous brought those things to the forefront and I was able to, to hone in on those skills because of Narcotics Anonymous. And, um, I like this part and the wisdom to exercise compassion when doing so. You know, I, I really, I really like that compassion piece, man. And I got an interesting topic last Wednesday at my home group. It was called encouragement. And like, I don't feel like I'm a very encouraging person because most of the time I feel like I'm a jerk to people. And I'm just like, have faith through your job and shut the fuck up. (laughs) That's just like, how, (laughs) and I like, but, um, but I'm always there and I'm always trying to be compassionate and I'm always trying to show that next reco- recovering addict seeking recovery that like they can do this as well, that we can do this together, that they're not alone. You know, so um, this is giving me some stuff to think about. And um, I, I'm i happy that I get to reflect on some positive things and, and how to enact some change within myself so I can be a better um addict in recovery for me. With that, I pass.
1: Thanks, Jeron.
3: Awesome stuff. What you got, Phil? Wow, that was uh, good uh and I am going to try to be like like real quick. Uh that that there was a whole lot of good things in there, but uh I I do want to talk about that uh, love thing there with the harmony and um the the love uh and then what uh, what what it what it, what it does um uh, with different relationships and things uh in our our, our fellowship and, and um and um wanted to think well har- har- harmony too uh is the uh, togetherness and, uh, and togetherness with uh us with love. but but just love being being the greatest spiritual principle we got I lately I have just been mindful in service because I've been doing more service on um on on um deeper levels with things so I'm doing more things with more people but uh, I've been um, doing more ten step stuff checking myself before I wreck myself with people. And one of the things I, I, I notice I've been exercising and, and doing is the, uh, the, the, the love thing. You know, am I practicing love and using that spiritual principle? And, and only because I've been, been checking myself daily and in moments right then and there to uh, center myself with people in service and this is what we're, we're talking about and then it's it, it's the to remember that we're working together too and and like and like it says when we serve together in the spirit of love we remember why we are all here saying love 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 is a bad boy you know well the literature says it's our uh our uh, greatest tool and um 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 uh, i bought into the whole program <laughs> i i can say because i i like to be a uh n.a salesman, but i but i'm not um but anyway uh back to um and i love this too placing principles before personalities is easier said than done um like I said, in service lately and just lately, well, I'm I'm older, too, in life, too. And uh, the conflict that I was talking about earlier and things like that, I just just try to avoid as much conflict and things. And and I do want things to go easy and smooth and and uh, together, which I know it don't always go that way. But uh, I, I can still try to uh, keep my um, part of the street cleaned off when it comes to service but it's, it's practicing um, uh, the principles and then how it goes on in service. We persist in tolerance, forgiveness, and hope. And when I, I saw that, um, it's, it's back to our spiritual principles and practicing them. And, and the literature says that uh, true, true ones, true spiritual principles, are are never in conflict thing though they'll, they'll uh, complement one another so um they're all good and they all work together and um um i don't know it's it, it's it's still a um loving caring thing uh for the individual And when we practice them uh together to 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 get somewhere and that's all i have Thanks, Phil. I
1: don't have any hands up. Uh, I have you up next, Phil.
3: Okay. Personalities themselves don't conflict these principles, but sometimes our actions do. We may have to check ourselves in this person's actual, actually out of line. Or, or are we just frustrated by who they are? Is the member really the best one for the role? Or are we voting for them because they are our friend or because we want them to like us? Are we responding to these actions or their personalities? Are we asking some members to adhere more closely to guidelines than others? If any, if an action is wrong, it's wrong no matter who is doing it. If an action is right, it deserves the support no matter who is doing it. Walking that walk is what it means to have integrity. Serving in the spirit of anonymity can be amazingly freeing we are able to focus on what is being said, not who is speaking. Listening is an essential part of service. And many of us learn these skills for the first time when we serve as secretary or chairperson. We can help a member with whom we disagree find the words to make their point. Our willingness to hear each other and help each other in service is a way uh reaffirms our understanding that we aren't out to gain anything from another recovery. Ex- expert gratitude is seeing each other recovery. We, we get to feel that quite satisfaction in being youth youthful as one of our basic tech stories says um uh, yeah that that that's that says a lot and um and like i was saying uh to avoid uh conflict and things and and um uh, uh all these things um that i that i just read um are are true and it's just how things have um gone uh my direction area and and things like that with 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 people um do we uh sometimes uh giving people positions is we don't have nobody and somebody got the willingness we might not be able to do that because we need somebody to uh uh go to area service and uh uh put the vote in and, and pick up the stuff. And, and so we'll, we'll have somebody. Uh, but sometimes the case is, okay, uh, the new person is going, but we make somebody, try to make sure somebody older is going there to try to help them uh, if possible. And that don't always happen uh, either. It's just, just how, I don't know, at one time um, there was a long line to get um, positions and things uh, in our fellowship. And and years before people could, could serve different positions because of how it was. But now there's just so many vacancies and things like that. Uh, um, things just are, are different. Uh, it's, it's nice to have a full vote, but when, when you don't, you know, you just work with what you got. Um, there's all kinds of other things, things too of voting people in, are they your friends or, or, you know, um, this and that lately, um, lately uh um it's just trying to get the people involved now you know some people are, are willing and that might not be the right thing but but sometimes uh um you know it's like it's like ro- rolling the dice here, here here too with people and just hope and pray uh they got another day out or whatever they're doing and catch on uh the, the, the something you know um i don't know things have changed um in my region because of so much emptiness things are coming back things are moving back slowly people are taking positions and things but but filling them up and things uh these two paragraphs um, uh speak speaks a lot of um of a volume and um, i don't know and that's all i want to say thanks phil
2: Well, addict.
1: I'm sorry. I thought somebody had their hand up. I didn't see. I was making sure I wasn't walking on nobody. Did we have their hand up? No. Okay. Well, addict. Um, some couple good things in here. I, I didn't share on the last one because I cheated ahead a little bit, so I was going to end up saying the same thing twice. Um,
0: <clears throat>
1: I'm reading. Hanging. In. Sorry. We're able to focus on what is being said and not who is speaking um, when serving in the spirit of anonymity. I, I like this because um, I I think back to some of the service things I've done and some of the 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 most honest and and you know, well communicated service committees I've been on were with complete strangers. Um, and it, it's usually it is nice to come into a room and not have any preconceived notion about anybody's anything um and just be able to to talk freely and and express opinions and and experience and and get somewhere it's it's really nice um and phil was talking about standing in line before like i remember yeah when i first got clean like there was usually like two or three people went for a position when it was coming up to elections like they had elections they were called that now we just kind of like who's willing's you know, um, around here. And it, it's, it's not really where you have one or more than one name in the hat when you're, you're looking at things like that. Um, and it's, uh, in my experience, not just narcotics anonymous. I, you know, I have a job works the same way there. Um, I think like, a opinion, uh, pandemic just made, made people get real independent and like everything's brought to you. If you want to find it, you can sit at home and get everything you need. Um, so, why come out anymore? And it's, it's, uh, for those of us who do come outside, it's really aggravating. Um, for those of us who need, feel a need to stay inside and get what you need, like, I'm happy you have that option. Um, but like, I, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's changed things for sure. Um, um, in the previous paragraphs, I was talking about, um, our relationships reflect, um, our relationships and service reflect our relationships. Um, outside of, and that's, um, it also detailed, you know, uh, having distrust in others and the way we respond to each other when being challenged and things like that. Like, I 100% learned how to just uh, be honest out loud in Narcotics Anonymous. Um, You know, the first time I was a treasurer, they asked me very pointed questions like, how much did you spend on coffee, cups, and creamer? How much did we donate to area? How much was the literature order? And I wasn't offended at all. I like I went in knowing this is how it's gonna be. However, I get home and my wife goes, "Bank account's a little lighter than I thought it was gonna be." Where where's what did we do? And all of a sudden, I'm offended. I'm i I'm, I'm, what the fuck? What do you mean? What did I do? I, I did whatever I wanted, you know. So like it really taught me like okay, she's not calling me a piece of shit she's just asking where the money went. Cause it's a good fucking question, you know? <laughs> like, So, uh, Oh, because in the past, when money starts disappearing, guess what? So does Will, you know? So it's, uh, you know, there's things like that, man. It really taught me how to just be like, uh, be intentional out loud. Um, and, and to not just, just get, uh, defensive anytime anybody asks me why I did something or what, what was going on. Um, and it took a while, it took a couple members to actually be like, listen, I'm, I'm not asking to challenge you. I'm asking you to learn, like I'm asking you to understand. Um, and for me to be like, oh, okay, I, I see what's happening here. You might actually wanna hear what I have to say right now. That's that's different. Um, so I think that's all I have for right now. I don't see any other hands up. And we have Des with the next few paragraphs.
0: All right. We learned to trust the process. Of course, trust doesn't always come easily. A member shared, a member shared. I have to let go and trust that while they may not be doing the task the way I would do it, it's getting done and it will be all right. Their way might not. Their way might be good too. Their way might even be better. If we stick around long enough, we sometimes get to see the ideas we opposed actually work out for the best because they were right or because we learned through the experience. And we see our ideas and contributions make a difference in shaping NA. It may take a long view to see the fruits of our labor. We don't give up, whether it's five minutes or 10 years before the miracle happens. We come together in unity, not in spite of our differences, but with great pleasure in them. We have such a wide variety of experience and perspective to share with each other and to help us carry our message Service in NA is anonymity in action. We act in a spirit of equality and goodwill, setting none of us above others. We celebrate each other's successes, even when we have disagreed profoundly. We serve not for recognition or approval, but to help carry our message to the addict who still suffers. When we serve in a spirit of anonymity, we remember that our unity must come first and that the powerful relationship between the first tradition and the 12th holds us together, even when we feel like we will surely come apart. The power of Tradition 12 in our service allows us to bear witness to greatness, to find joy and comfort in work, and to participate in making Narcotics Anonymous. A Just For Today program is always beginning anew. Each of us is founding NA today, right where we are. Each of us is building hope for ourselves and for the addict yet to come. We know that the work we do in service has, has effects far past our ability to see or imagine allowing ourselves to be part of this work is a gift to ourselves even more than to those we serve. Yeah, that's great. And, um, I heard that word, but I'm going to let Phil raise his hand and tell us about it. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> but I, I just love it. And, and as I was reading it, I was like, I'm feeling a little, I, I I'm feeling a lot emotional. I won't say a little, cause we've been doing this, you know, I, I got to come on after the book had started, but I was invited to come on and do this podcast with people. And, and, um and this is like the end of the book, man. This is like, so what happens now? I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not invited anywhere else. So I'm just going to hang out here <laughs> i'm like maybe we should read really slow but no i mean i'm i'm just kidding but it's always like what happens now where do we go now and and where we go now is where i go now is i just keep participating in narcotics anonymous and i hope that people um uh, are honored and and respectful to everybody that they meet you know and that's what i learned here i learned how to honor people's space and um i i love the words in here equality goodwill None of us above others, you know, celebration, carrying our message to the attitude still suffers. I mean, there's just so much in here. And um, and a just for today program is always beginning anew. And each of us is founding NA today, right where we are. So it doesn't matter who who's listening, who's here, where we are, whenever, whenever I'm in a narcotics anonymous, I'm a part of Narcotics Anonymous. And whenever I'm choosing to be a Narcotics Anonymous member, I'm a part of Narcotics Anonymous, right? So wherever I go, NA goes with me. I mean, I know that. And and I get the privilege of being a part of this. So I'm really grateful. And um, and I think I've I've been given a gift. You know, when I got to NA, I, I certainly hadn't been asked to do anything uh, good with my life. And NA gave me an opportunity to do some good things with my life. And I'm really grateful for that, you know. And I hope that um, everybody here, anybody listening, I hope that you take the time to allow Narcotics Anonymous to let you do some great things in your life because it's it's that's what it does for all of us. I really believe that. And um, yeah, that's all I'm going to share because there's some hands up and I don't want to cry. <laughs> that's it.
1: Heck yeah, Des. This is Will. Um, so a couple things on I mean, what we just read, or just one thing really. Uh it was talking about um serving in anonymity, and in, I said, I like to serve in anonymity because usually when something good happens, they 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 give the credit to the group. And that's that's good. Something bad happens usually comes down to an individual. So I like when my name is not brought up because it usually means I didn't fuck anything up, right? Um I'm just kidding, they've never hung me out to dry, but like usually it's um that guy you know didn't do the right thing and uh when i was doing merchandise chair for the state convention during the pandemic like t-shirts were hard to get like they'd be like different colors you could only get certain sizes i was literally in the parking lot of the t-shirt place sleeping the morning before the convention waiting on our order to get there because they just didn't call me they were i called to like pick them up and they're like oh they're back ordered we thought we uh you know it's for 3 i'm like i can't wait 3 weeks i i, I need them i need them now you know like super panicked I was like, I'm going to screw up the whole convention, you know, and uh, we had like a little meeting, you know, the week before. And They're like, how are the shirts? I'm like, a funny story. I'm supposed to pick them up Friday morning. It should be OK. And they were like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, just. It's where we are, it's going to happen or it's not, I, I don't know what to tell you. I did everything I was supposed to. Um, so this is exciting. They snuck an extra little chapter in this book called All Will Be Well. So we're not done just yet. Yep, we're going to be back for some more, um, however that works. And, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'll cry next week. So that's all I have for tonight. Thank you. What's up,
2: Duran? Look, man, we all need to stop getting emotional right now. But I love all y'all because <laughs> y'all got me in my feels right now, too. <laughs> but <laughs> this piece of um, I have to let go and trust that while – They may not be doing the task the way that I would do it. It's getting done and it will be all right. Um, This is to reiterate on something that I've already shared about. It's just, this seems to be very prominent in my life right now, is that like, I need to let go and let the HP work. And, um, you know, that's a major piece for me right now is just because it doesn't look the way that that. I feel that it should, or being done the way that I think it should, does not mean it is not right. Does not mean that it is not helping further Narcotics Anonymous and to help carry our message in a different light. Um, we all, we all, um, try to do things to, to, um, to bring to draw people in to to, to keep people coming back to show people the love, to show people what Narcotics Anonymous is about, what we learned in Narcotics Anonymous and how we apply it to our lives daily. Um, And I really like the piece of we serve not for recognition or approval, but to carry, help carry our message to the addict who still suffers. And the addict who still suffers is me as well because I need that message. Like, I'm big on that, man. And I remember being asked, if I wanted to be secretary with eight months clean and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm scared. I've only chaired a couple of meetings and to see that they had the faith in me, you know, that, that, that that they saw something in me that like, not only was it a need, but like, but they really felt that like I could, do this with the help of the people that I had and I'm very like I came in back into Narcotics Anonymous during the pandemic and I'm very blessed to be around the people that I was around that you know like my sponsor that passed away and and some other predecessors and and people that had my back that knew me from before you know I left and and I'm just grateful that It isn't about the recognition anymore or the approval. It's about carrying the message to the addict who still suffers Um, and allowing ourselves to be a part of this work is a gift to ourselves even more than to those we serve. You know, um, I really resonate with that, man, because I see how much um, being of service to Narcotics Anonymous has changed me into i'm not saying a better person i'm better than i was yesterday (laughs) but but, um it has allowed me to flourish in a lot of different areas in my life and i'm like i could i know it sounds cheesy but like i could never repay this program like not even two percent of what it's given me like literally it has given me a life that i couldn't even fathom it's made me into a person that i don't even really recognize even with some of my uh, defects of character and being active that I had an active addiction. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not out here destroying and pillaging and, and, and destroying the world <laughs> or wanting to destroy the world. You know, I'm out here trying to do some honest work and, and, and just be better. And it's only because of this program um, and, and the, the things that I've been taught along the way that i passed.
1: Awesome stuff, Drew. I'm glad
3: you're here. Hey, Phil. Wow, I'm not gonna get teary-eyed either. And uh, for all, all, all of you, uh, you, you're you're getting a smoke signal till I can't send them no more till I'm gone. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I do, I do love love, love all of you. Uh, I am like totally blown away with this. Just totally blown away. And um, I'm just one of the members uh, that see things in our literature, and especially with, in our traditions and things like that, and how it's written and designed for us. Uh, it's just, for me, it's going to be a, um, it's for us, community, it's, it, these are for us, they ain't just, ain't just for Phil. But um, I don't want to take anything out of context and how things are numbered for, for us. Uh, I just leave all those uh, numbers there. But um, uh, I do love that must that must is like blown me away because um, our uh, first uh, tradition says that our common welfare uh, should, should come first in our traditions. But it does talk about our traditions of, of unity being a must. But looking at this one here, this one says our unity must come first. To me, to me, how cool is that? It's like, how cool is that? It's in our traditions. And um, and I believe me, I won't waver from any of it. It's in there. I see it. Um, it's not gonna go away, you know, don't got legs on it to walk away or anything like that, or fly away. And and it's it's there and and that just like totally blows me away, you know. Like in our steps, staying clean um uh, um uh, uh, uh has to come first, and then it, it goes on to say l- later on that it that that must uh uh come first, and I I do love our first and our fellowship, and I I just won't waver from from any of them, you know, and especially with with our unity, you know um yeah we must be together, so when the podcast ends, remember. We must be together. That's all I got.
1: <laughs> awesome stuff. Thanks, Phil. And yeah, I'm sure we're gonna find a way to be together. I can't. I'm not leaving. So we'll figure it out. You know. Um. But thank you everybody for tuning in tonight. I don't see any other hands up. Uh. So we'll be back next week, wrapping up with episode 108. Thanksgiving week. I think we have a member celebrating next week. Not sure. Um. But the week after. so anyway we, will we see might have to stretch
0: week. it to two weeks
1: oh is it two weeks away okay anyway we will see you guys next next week for episode 108 where we'll be going over all will be well this little chapter that I hid right behind
3: the 12th tradition in the guiding principles book see you then. Are, are we inviting a bunch of people back
0: Thank you for walking with us on this journey. Please reflect on what was discussed and apply it to your life. Share this resource with anyone you feel led to do so.